the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good morning. Good day. Rob Black and your money. A show that has your money in the title. Recently, I was given a speech, and one of the things I said was, I think it's going to be a tough, uh, I think it's going to be a tough economy. I think the haves and have-nots will start to show themselves a little bit more. And what I kind of mean by that is that a lot of people kind of assume that one solution fits all. And for instance, I think when we cut military spending, we hurt poor people. I know you're saying, but no, it's all about oil in the Middle East. That's not the way I see it. The way I see it is that the GI Bill helps a lot of people from the Midwest whose parents can't afford college to ultimately get a college degree and to get a skill set that they could use as a career. And I know that's not. I know that's not how shall we say uh, popular wisdom or conventional wisdom, but it's out there for you. Things to talk about: eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about today. We can talk about the economy. We can talk about investing in your twenties and your thirties. We can talk. Windows 8, Nokia, Research in Motion, Blackberries. Can they honestly compete with a $200 iPhone? I don't think so. But stuff we could talk about, right? That's my goal on this show. Stuff you and I could talk about. One of the things that I need to throw out there... I truly believe that if you every stock in some way, shape, or form you could eventually like, and every stock in some way, shape, or form you could eventually dislike. I don't know if that's fair for me to say that out loud, but I think it's, it's it kind of tells you where I'm going now with this. Medicare Part B premiums going up. You know, that's a 2012, 2013 kind of story. A lot of people don't know that you have to pay for health care in retirement. I'm surprised by that. But listen to how surprised I am by that. When I talk to groups of people, I'll lead them with a question of how many people think that health care is free in retirement. And you'll see people raise their hands. 
Most people in the United States pay about $105, $104.90 for 2013 Medicare Part B. High earners pay more. The haves and the have-nots, I get back to, all right? I've been looking at some statistics coming out of uh, companies like SAP, coming out of Salesforce.com, and basically everyone's saying things are looking pretty good for our company in Europe. Germany and France business sales are picking up, and then you look at Germany and France's unemployment, and you're like, how is this possible? You look at the United States, there's no chance we ideally want to be 8 to 10% unemployment. For people 20 to 30, 10% to 12%, depending on what state you live in. There's no way we want that. And yet we had an up year on the market. We've had an up year last year, an up year the year before. How is that possible? Corporate earnings? Sure. Oh my, there's so much we could talk about. YouTube has put a $100 million bet on original programming. Netflix has kind of done the same kind of concept. Netflix once licensed movies from Hollywood and showed them to you on Netflix, either DVD or their streaming service. HBO did the same thing at one point in time. They licensed movies from Hollywood and they showed it on the, on the, the channel. Then they started getting into some original programming like Band of Brothers and The Sopranos, Sex and the City. So Google's throwing down $100 million for original content. I'll be honest with you. Again, we know this is happening. You know, I sat at a bar, had a drink, and watched videos on my phone. Just put in the word prank and watch some prank videos. Girl thinks she's going to go out with her honey for a romantic dinner, and then she goes to her closet and green slime spews all over her. She gets so angry, she rushes towards him and breaks down the door, and he's sitting there in a candlelit room with a ring in one hand. He's on the, his knee. And you're like, oh, sweet. Sweet. That was a prank that was, how shall we say, mean, and she ends up all happy because she gets engaged. What's the point of this? I watched, my eyeballs got some contentment. So Google, $100 million on content. It's the latest nail in the coffin of TV. But then you look at it, you like Time Warner, who does own HBO. They spend $5 billion on content. So we're not quite there yet, but we're moving that direction, Right. I think it's fair to say that Time Warner will spend less in the future and companies like YouTube will spend more. Gangnam style. Which, for the record, it's a dude pretending to ride a horse. It's not that cool. And if you think it's cool, get in line for the Rob Black wood chipper. It's the Darwinian wood chipper brought to you by Rob Black and your money. Okay, you're next. Jump on in. So, anyway, Gangnam, which uh, is kind of like a province in Korea that's known for ridiculous exploits on wealth. So it's a song that's basically saying, it's like kind of like an Orange County. Yeah, go get your fake boobs and your fake suntan, but 
I see right through you for who you are. I know you're saying, you've analyzed that song? Sadly, I have. Sadly, I have. So, Medicare premiums going up. Healthcare's not free. The whole point of this segment was to say that I think we're going to have less. I think people are going to be in more pain in the coming years than they expect. I think our military is going more towards robots and less towards poor people from Iowa. Flying robots, that. Which is great if you're in the company that makes flying robots. Drones. Drone killer. One of my favorite songs from childhood was Moon River. I know you're saying why. Because my family, every Christmas we do um, a slideshow. And back then we'd do black and white slides. And we'd, you, part of your job was to come up with a soundtrack to go with a slideshow. I know you're saying, you had the coolest family ever. No, no. Probably the second coolest. Um, to get your calls on the air today, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. We could talk about health care costs. We could talk about the number one thing that you need to think about right now. Money invested in more. Copper. Why do I like watching the price of copper? It's an industrial metal. Not a pretty metal, it's industrial. Here with me, Rob Black, on the Wall Street Business Network. Lonely. Oh. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I think that a house is just a home. It is not an investment. Nothing is more disillusioning than finding out that a beloved hero isn't perfect. Brett Favre, he should have retired and stayed retired. But he kept coming back. 2011 was a pretty rough year on housing. 2010, 2009, 2008, 2007. And then things started to get a little bit better. In the end, housing is going to fail again. Because on one hand, we have a horrible economy where we keep interest rates low. But on the other hand, we're going to have a situation where when interest rates move higher, people are going to be able to afford less. I think a lot of people from my generation grew up in the world of a McMansion, a bigger house, is a good thing to uh, aspire to. People 10 years younger than me, they don't care. They're a lot more about practical. They're a lot more realistic. Just throwing it out there for you. They will take a smaller house. And my big McMansion, who am I going to sell it to? Especially with higher interest rates, the square footage, it ain't going to sell. People can afford a monthly payment, not a price tag. So I buy a house for a million, and my payment with incredibly low interest rates is $3,000 a month. When I want to go sell that million-dollar house with incredibly high interest rates, payments would be five, six, seven thousand dollars a month. It changes the dynamics. Now, 
Am I in a situation where I'll be able to rent it? Sure. Am I going to be able to sell it for what I bought it for in a higher interest rate environment? No way. A house is just a home. It's got a lot of admirable traits. You know, it's something we should never become infatuated with. Owning a home once was canonized as a image of building personal wealth. A lot of people assumed incorrectly that homes and condos outperformed other asset classes for decades. That's just not true. There's many, many studies that I can send to you. A case against home ownership, for instance. Where it might be better not to have that property tax. It might be better not to have extra cost of maintenance. The ability to move, especially in an economy that says Oklahoma's unemployment rate, 4%. Bay Area, 12% for people in their 20s. Move to Oklahoma City. But I don't want to. Okay, then... You're not going to save any money in your 20s, and you're going to be behind other people in your 30s. I don't drink the Kool-Aid of life. I don't really fall for what other people tell me to fall for. During the bubble, the typical American home, it basically kept pace with inflation. Not a bad place to live, but not a solid investment. It's a great tax shelter. It's the last great tax shelter. If I didn't get a tax break, there's no chance I'd be owning a home. None. If you bought a home in Boston, New York City, San Francisco, L.A., or Chicago, back in 1980, held it through the 90s, 2000s, up to 2010, you're up 400% more in the stock market, the S&P 500, than you were in the price of your home. Now, again, that's assuming that, you know, let's say your monthly mortgage is $200, $2,000, and your stock deposit is $2,000. Some people should rent, and that's okay. You know, I was recently talking about issues that America's faced I think the fiscal cliff, the nice thing about that whole period of time is I think it's going to be remembered that people started learning that why should an American get a tax deduction on their taxable income just because they own a house and someone who rents doesn't? Our tax code's too complicated, and it's been written for some people to take advantage of it. You know, Warren Buffett, of course he pays way more than his secretary in taxes. But, of course, his percentage, because of the way he's allowed to carry interest on his trades, is a lot less percentage-wise than hers. So we've had a little bit of a lost decade behind us. And as we get through that lost decade, we're, we're looking at, like, hey, w- w- tax rates. Let's tax the rich. It's pretty easy. Let's tax the 1%, because the 99% aren't the 1%. It's like I say tax the smokers because I'm not a smoker. Hell, tax the soda drinkers. Our gasoline taxes, if we're going to give away health care, 
Our gasoline taxes should be higher like other nations. But then that's, uh, we already have the stupid tax, the lottery, and a lot of people pay that, which, again, some of that money goes into the school systems. A lot of it goes into administration. So, anyway, I, I think that's the thing that I always like, is like when we, Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas, you know, rumors of sexual like, impropriety with a female coworker. People are like, our Supreme Court's got how many people on it? Is it seven or nine? I thought it was five. We learn through these crises. Chino Petraeus was the head of the CIA. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Like, fiscal cliff to me was like, let's teach people that we've got tax deductions, we've got tax brackets. And we got subsidies that we give away, Medicare, 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 Medicare um, Social Security. We got all these things like the government gives away tax money, they do tax deductions for people, and they have taxes. It's complicated. What's the right way to balance the budget? Cut Social Security, but not on people who are right there who need it right now. No. People are 40. You're screwed. You're going to have to work longer and get less because, well, that's that's politically safe. That's how I can get reelected, by passing increases 20 years from now when no one's thinking about it. You're listening to Rob Black on The Wall Street Double And iHeart Radio Station. It's the Killers. Which I scored a lucky one when read my email one day and said, hey, the killer's going to be in Vegas. So I called Ticketmaster, which is a glorified monopoly on tickets. How that's allowed to happen is beyond me. And they're like, ah, all the tickets are sold out except for the VIP tickets that are in the front row. I'm like, I'll take those. They're like giving me bad news and I'm like, please... How many can I get on this phone call? Please don't hang up on me. Here's my phone number. If you hang up, call me back. Okay, okay. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your call in the air. Kim Kardashian, when she's in Vegas, gets $600,000 just for showing up. Like, that makes me want to make a inappropriate tape with me and Ray Ray or whoever it was. $600,000 for an appearance. 600000 I know, you're, you're like, I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. Back off. 600000 Pretty scary, right? I like going back in time and studying things. It's one of my favorite things to do is reread the newspaper. I know you're saying, most people read the newspaper for news. Well, I do. But then I reread it to see if it had any effect. So I read the Wall Street Journal every week. And every weekend, I spend time rereading the Wall Street Journal. Debt can be deadly. Is one of the things that I like to go back on history and look at. Debt, when it's good, people love it. Especially leverage. I don't like to buy a house with other people's money. 
other people's money you want to buy a house with. Yes, that's what I said. Oh, so you're probably middle class, maybe upper middle class, maybe lower middle class, and you got this great idea that you're going to buy real estate with other people's money. And oh, I want the reasons to pay it. Wait, wait, dude, you got to breathe a little bit. You want the renter to pay back the leverage? Perfect. Me too. Heck, I'm sure that everyone listening wants this exact same scenario. Renters to pay off our large leverage. It doesn't sound like it could ever go bad. We know those renters are always going to be there and always happy to pay back our leverage. Because that's the way the system works. Can you want it? Dude, you're going to have an aneurysm. Back off. Leverage on the upside is very, very good. But leverage on the downside is a killer and causes bankruptcies. I had one of the most humbling years this year because I met someone who's under 30. And smart person, great job. And she basically left her fiancé because he was addicted to debt, like credit card debt. And it wasn't good credit card debt. It was like vacation credit card debt. It was credit card debt tied towards like Xbox games. And that's just not cool. I had a weird year. Like there was a family that I met. The husband makes $60,000 and they live in San Jose. Two previous kids for one marriage, one previous one kid together. And she's a stay-at-home mom and she, like, they're not saving any money. So I was like, what can we do? And I'm like, get a job. Stop being a stay-at-home mom. Stop making children because they're expensive. In your scenario, you can't afford to do that. But I love him. Back to the other person. Her mom had a stroke. So she has to stay at home and take care of her mom and her dad. You know, basically, it's not an alcoholic, but he just hides from the situation. Then he bought a house and bought another house, bought another house, bought another house, and then basically lost all the houses, including his own. So I like to go back in history, and like I like looking back at what happened in, in the people that came into my life. I gave a speech at a high school where a kid wants to become a billionaire so he could take care of his family. And you know the best thing he could do? Go to college. He wants to become a software day trader so he can become a billionaire and take care of his family. Do you know how tragic that is? Do you know how many software day traders there are? What was up with the year 2012 and the, the gay villain? Dexter had a gay villain. The Bond film Skyrim had a gay villain. I know you're saying, you think of things a little bit too much, don't you? I kind of do. I kind of do, to be quite honest with you. So I look back at people and, like, the tragedy of, you know, the year or the tragedy of 10 years. Um... I try to put some perspective on things for you as an investor. You know, which one's more sad? Was it the high school kid who's got this pipe dream that he probably could throw some money at and lose a lot of money? Probably could, right? I don't know. Was it the 30-something who basically realized that the relationship of love isn't enough? 
because she does want to have a kid. More men under 35 don't want to get married than ever before. I don't, no comment from me. It's reflected in our economy, no doubt. Debt, though. We keep going back to studying the past. Our relationships that came into our life, what we saw that worked and what didn't work. A friend of mine that I've known for 10 years now, we'll refer to her as G. She's maxed out her 401k. She's wealthy. She's still trying to buy a house. She can't. She keeps getting turned down. There's no shame in renting. I've never found myself in life with a beautiful woman and said, she's a renter. Okay, maybe I have once or twice. And it ended up with that like that bad cartoon where I just go straight through the screen door and don't realize that it's open and there's a big raw black image left. Another lesson that I learned in last year is that cash is king. Write that one down. Debt can be deadly and cash is king. When you have cash, you can buy things when things get bad. You can buy them cheaper. You can buy a New Jersey beachfront property right now. Whoops, I mean swamp front. For a lot less than you could on the beach. Same location. How about that for a lesson? Most expensive disaster in, man, in, in, the, in the United States. It's going to be $100 billion. I actually know one person who lost his house. $3 million beachfront property. That was his retirement. He was in the process of getting ready to sell it down the road. Worth nothing now. The land that it was on is swampland now. It's not a beachfront anymore. It's swamp. He hasn't even been able to get in and assess all of everything you know, that he can assess. The insurance companies aren't allowed in. He doesn't know if he's going to get a million and a half for it or nothing. There'll be federal assistance if he gets anything. The house was swept away. Gone. So cash is king. It's always nice to have cash when there's a disaster. One thing I can promise you is that we're going to have a couple more $100 billion disasters in our lifetime. What once was a once in a lifetime seems to be happening a lot more frequently. I live in the Bay Area, and I totally expect one day to wake up to a big shaking and a $100 billion scenario. Easy credit helps no one. When I was in high school and I walked into a circuit city and they'd be like, here, fill out this and you can get a credit card, a circuit city credit card. I was like, cool. I wasn't exactly the most savvy. As a teenage kid, my hormones ruled my world. As a man, my hormones ruled my world. But you're not very savvy and you're like, easy credit doesn't help a poor person buy a house. Easy credit doesn't help a teenage kid buy a Stereo, it gets them in trouble because they don't deserve it. In the last couple of years, you should have learned that when other people's panic, you should be cool. I've got an inner Italian in me. He goes around and he says, ciao, ciao. He doesn't know much other Italian. He drives a Vespa scooter. He's got a really, really cool neckerchief. And he just says, ciao. 
On occasion, he wears a German monocle because he's a little on the confused side. It's neither here nor there. But you're with me, right? So when others panic, you have to be calm. You have to have an inner Italian. Governments are massively dysfunctional. We've learned that. And if you're happy with your government, if you're happy who you voted for, no one's working well. No one's working well. Hmm. Securitizing risk, we've learned, doesn't cut down on risk very much. Washington gets fatter and fatter and fatter by default. They spend insanely during times of crisis. They spend insanely during times of of glee. Living beyond your means should be over. I hope it is. That's a lesson we should look back on and learn from. Humility is okay. Old nasty underwear is not. Freshen that up. But other than that, humility is okay. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Funny KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. So I've been doing this a long time, this whole radio shtick. And there's a publicly traded company, ticker symbol LZB. Stands for Lazy Boy. And they make exactly what you think. Chairs that are guys watch football in. And I did a story once about how they've got a new Lazy Boy chair that has a refrigerator underneath it. So like you don't even have to leave the chair anymore to watch a football game. You can just put your beer in there. This is like 10 plus years ago. And then I took it one step further and I said, when the CEO of Lazy Boy dies, he should be buried in a Lazy Boy, right? It just kind of makes sense on some level. And people thought that was funny. The story is, though, do we really need Lazy Boy to be publicly traded? Yeah, they could use the capital to get a access into China. Yeah, they could use the capital to come up with new things like uh, new chairs that have refrigerators in them. I think if you're going to have a refrigerator for your beer, you should probably have a hose for your disbursement of beer. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't get in too much trouble this year with credit. You know, I keep going back to people that I've kind of gotten to know this year and people I've kind of lost in my life, per se. And I always try to find financial lessons in them. And there's one guy that I got to know that I can't figure out. Something's wrong. He gives away gifts that he shouldn't be giving away. Like financially, he's irresponsible. He bought a house and basically left his wife almost the moment he bought the house. Like, are there people that, am I the only person in the world who doesn't know, like, who runs into this stuff and goes, that's not dude. Am I the only person who's got the weirdos in their lives? Am I, weirdos in a good way, right? So he buys a house and basically he leaves, it, even though his name's on title, Gives away gifts. He comes up with like, I'm going to do all these charitable projects. I don't work for money, which is great, but he actually did work. He did need the money. He had a tough time qualifying for that loan. Like, 
I don't know. Let's get a Joy. How are you, Joy? Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I have a question. I guess we consider one top 1%. Uh, both my husband and I work, and my husband has his own small business, and we don't have any living trust. We don't believe it until more recently, and a friend of ours has died, so we figure we probably need a living trust. So we talked to the financial planner, and they look at our assets, everything, and they suggest we should have a dentistry trust. What do you think about it? I'm not sure what your question is. The question is, uh, should I buy just get to have a regular living trust or have a dynasty trust? Oh, the dynasty trust. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's where our financial planner mentioned it because based on our assets, our, you know, our, they said you probably should have a dentistry trust instead of just regular living trust, especially, the you know, this year we'll have a more advantage. So, Joy, you're part of the top 1%, right? Is that what you were yeah. saying? First and foremost, congratulations. Second, if anything yeah, happens... I know. We, we just have a lot of cash sitting, you know, have a couple houses, you know. We're just very, very frugal. And uh, we never had a problem, but uh, now, you know, it's all this, you know, new, yeah. new year, we have a planet. Then we have two kids, one in college, one in private school. Uh, cost me $100,000 for just sending them to, to call, uh, school, high school and the college. Right. Any chance you want to adopt me? I'm sorry? <laughs> Any chance you want to adopt me? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I could really use a sugar mother. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll talk a little dynasty trust for you, and thanks for the call. Absolutely, I think you should see an estate planning attorney, and uh, one of the friends of the show is a woman named Michelle Lerman. You can find her at LermanLaw.com, LermanLaw.com. A dynasty trust is a trust. That's ultimately designed to minimize estate taxes being applied to great family wealth with each transfer to subsequent generations. If you're in the top 1% and you see a lot of wealth that's going to last numerous generations, like if you're a basketball player, you're thinking dynasty trust. By holding assets in a trust and making well-defined distributions to each generation, the entire wealth of the trust is not subject to estate taxes with the passage of each generation. Dynasty trusts are combined result of the imposition of the generation skipping transfer tax upon trust that attempted to bypass transferring all assets to children and to repeal of the rule against perpetuity by states attract, attempting to attract great wealth of such trusts. This is a great time to do estate planning. I would highly, highly look into a dynasty trust. Again, you can contact my friend, friend of the show, Michelle Lerman, at LermanLaw.com, LermanLaw.com. You should be looking at a dynasty trust if you are uber wealthy, as you say. Again, part of that trust, if you want to go to investor education or alcohol abuse, I'll take either. I'll help you, I'll help you push both those causes. My name's Robert, Robert Francis Black, when you're talking to your trust attorney. Um... So estate planning is what happens to the inheritance you pass on to your children and your grandchildren, how they're going to spend it. Will they spend it? Will they lose it in a lawsuit? Will they give it to their spouse instead of giving it to your grandchildren? Like how embarrassing would it be? Not embarrassing, but how wrong would it be that you and your husband worked your whole lifetime to have this great 1% of the society and you leave it to your son, and he marries just the biggest 
B-I-T-C. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to spell dirty words. H. And then she divorces him and gets half of it. Or more than half because she's got photos of him doing something silly. Like, I would strongly look into a dynasty trust that the money always stays in the blood. And if he wants to make a side deal with her that she gets 2-3% if she walks away. And again, I'm not, women aren't the only money diggers. Men are too. If your daughter marries the wrong guy. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. You ever take a bite into like that diet food, those balanced bars that are just not right? You're not quite sure where to spit it. I know you're saying, are you talking dirty? No. I don't know where to spit it out at. I'm not swallowing it. It's disgusting. Oh, that was a bad mistake. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. A balance bar had to go bad. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um... A lot of Americans are struggling to make ends meet right now. And I started the first hour. I do two hours a day on radio. If for some reason the station that you're listening to right now doesn't carry both hours, you can always find me at iTunes under Rob Black and Your Money. But I started that first hour with, kind of stinks right now because... Actions have reactions. We know that. We learned that in high school, or maybe it was elementary school, or maybe it was middle school. Maybe it was preschool. Maybe it was pre-kindergarten. I don't know. But we as a society live in the world of, I'm right, and damn it. And I can talk about Prop 13 and how bad it is for people under the age of 40. And people are like, well, we have a spending problem. It's like... People aren't fat anymore. They've just got a hyperactive mouth gland. No, they're actually fat. And they are going to get diabetes. There's going to be reactions. So we live in a society where, like, we have to be right. I was talking with Mark Dannon about eliminating the income tax deduction on mortgage tied towards your home. And you honestly would have thought that I was talking about, like, cracking his jaw open and taking his tongue out of his mouth. It was that kind of offensive. To him, it's amazing. 
to the person who lives in Iowa in a $70,000 house, it's, it's about 49 bucks a year. To all the renters in the United States, I think it's unfair. They don't have to pay property tax. Right? So we all have this, like, world where we live in that we want to protect what we're given. And I'll tell you what, I don't care. Take away my taxable income. I don't think it's fair. My tax deduction on my interest on my home. Take away my ability to write it off a second home? Absolutely. You know, we used to let people write off taxable income or interest to lower their taxable income brackets on credit cards. Like, things change, and we should change with them, but nope. And Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, and I'm, I'm really deeply bothered by this. I truly believe that every action has a reaction. Um, and that goes back to, like, oh, our military spending is too much. Oh, our, our Social Security spending is too much. Oh, our unemployment benefits are too much. Our unemployment benefits are a lot. And we can fix our we can fix our deficit by cutting unemployment, by taking away the the interest deduction on your home, by stopping things like Prop 13 on businesses and passing it on to your children, by saying you know what we're going to kill Prop 13 in 20 years. You got 20 years, people, and then it's over. But we won't do, like, as long as it's me, and every action has a reaction. And for instance, let me throw this out here. The military again. We know that we spend trillions on our our military. But our military really, to me, is spending trillions on people who can't afford educations. We're educating them. Is the spending egregious? Is there $50 hammers bought in the military? Absolutely. Personally, I think fraud with any sort of government money should be punishable by death. If not by death, at least a hand. If not a hand, at least a pinky. So forget saving money or paying down debt. 32% of Americans say they're having trouble staying current or getting caught up on their bills. That could be good news if you think about it. When times are tough, staying in one place is, is, is a victory. It's a wise decision, both practically and financially. Falling behind on payments can easily snowball out of control, making a bad financial decision even worse. For nearly a quarter of the nation, 23% of the nation, paying down debt is the most pressing priority. That's pretty good news. It is, to me, an encouraging sign that people are taking their financial obligation more seriously. Now, on the other side of it, if we don't have stupid people running up credit card debts, the contractor, the painter, the electrician may not have work or may not be able to charge a premium for his work or may actually have to cut prices to get work. One quarter of 18 to 29 year olds say that saving is their main focus. One quarter, 25%. That's crazy. Only 25% say it's their their main focus. Every American should save 15% of our paycheck. It should be blasted into our brains. 
Now, those 65 years and older, only 9% say that savings is important. Once again, proving my point that senior citizens are irresponsible and they act like children. The older cohort, much more likely to say keeping up with bills was their top priority. Young people may be more financially literate than previous generations as a result to push the education on them on personal financial issues that they see in the real world. 50% of people in the survey say that they're just making ends meet. They're not even employed. 22% are retired. There's some scary data out there. Credit cards. Too much of a good thing, right? Let's talk about uh, art as an investment. Let's talk about art as an investment later. Let's go to an email that I got that I think is actually worth bringing up. So this comes from a guy named Joe. He's 64 years old. He's got $89,000 in a lump sum from Lockheed Martin. He wants to know if he should lump sum it or annuitize it. He can annuitize it and get $800 a month forever. He has a spouse. He's in good health. His parents died at 74. So he's 10 years away from the age that his parents died. But what about his wife? He's got $188,000 in an IRA. He's getting about 5.5% return on it. He's got $16,000 in cash. There. I'll come back and I'll talk about this. The surprising thing? Lockheed Martin Engineer. He hasn't saved anywhere near enough. And get this. At $44,000 in student debt. Talk about this and more. It's me, Roberto Negro, on the Wall Street Business Network. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. You know, I get all poetic this time of year. This was one of the songs that I found this year that I truly adored and grew sick of. In classic American fashion... We tear down what we love. One recent night, I was a little drinky drink, and uh, I turned on the Learning Channel. Do you remember when the Learning Channel actually had some learning in it? This is our society. Extreme Cougar Wives. Hey, all the power t- 
two, that scenario. If I was an 85-year-old rich oil man, I'd probably date an 18-year-old model. She would feed me bacon and try to kill me. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've actually seen this one happen before. But extreme cougar wives. There's a lot of strange addictions on the Learning Channel. The departure of health, education, welfare, along with NASA, founded what was meant to be an informative and instructional network in 1972. Forty years ago, it was distributed for free via NASA satellite, the Learning Channel. And now it's Honey Boo Boo. The network became privately acquired by the Appalachian Community Service Network in 1980. It was renamed the Learning Channel. They had adult education shows like Learn to Read, Battles that Changed the World, and Science. It had educational programs for preschoolers like Ready, Set, Learn. They had a cool dinosaur show that some of my friends would smoke a little non-legal cigarettes watch Paleo World from 1994 to 1997. They had a show called Amazing Space, which would show you constellations and planets and bottomless pits and other worlds. And then it started selling out, and you could kind of start feeling it. Medical detectives, trauma, life in the ER. The change started becoming very dramatic. Baby story, wedding story. I met a guy uh, on a plane once who was, his wife was featured on Baby Story. He just had this incredible, incredibly difficult, she had an incredible difficulty pregnancy. And it was pretty touching. Trading spaces became big on the Learning Channel. With the host who was cute as a button page somebody who got too smart. Decided that she was going to you know, go off and do something on her own. Only never to be heard from again. Little people, big world. That's when you could smell that the Learning Channel was going bad, and it was going bad fast. L.A. Inc. was obvious, but little people, big world. Americans like watching midgets or little people. Americans are fascinated with the love life, with the working life. John and Kate plus eight, which fortunately I could say I never saw an episode. Cake Boss, the ultimate cake off. Extreme couponing, toddlers and tiaras, and that gave birth to Honey Boo Boo. That's upsetting. Here's some shows that are coming in the next couple months into TLC All American Muslim, Breaking Amish. I can't even make that up. Big Sexy. Where you know what Big Sexy is about? It's about people over 300 pounds in their love life. Why? Because we'll watch it. We'll make fun of it. We'll feel better about our 30 to 40 pounds by looking at someone else's 40 to 80 pounds. But it is the end of society in my opinion. I know you're saying you're being dramatic. No, I'm not. 
Remember, I, I tell you, the people that I met in the year, and the 28-year-old woman who dumped her fiancé, because he watched uh, Jersey Shore. She didn't say it out loud, but that's one of the reasons. Who has time for that? Hmm. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. There's a really cool app out there that's going to show you how cool an Apple TV would be. The app. People love TV. And that's what I come back to with Honey Boo Boo. The app's pretty impressive. Average monthly cable bill is about 86 bucks. It's expected to be 123 bucks by 2015, and it's expected to be 200 bucks by 2020. About 100 million people pay for cable TV, and you've ever looked at it. What are we watching? So there's a new app out there called Magin, M-A-G-I-N-E, and ultimately it's some of the software that TVs are going to be powered by. There's going to be a big fight for the GUI, the graphical user interface of TVs. Just like there's a big fight for the GUI of desktop computers and smartphones. So there's a Sweden startup called Magin. It's like Imagine, but without the eye. They built a product for the iOS and Android, which streams and records 16 Swedish television channels, sometimes called the Spotify for TV. I highly recommend you go search this out because it's pretty cool. Again, uh, is it the end-all be-all? No. Is it what Apple's going to do? Maybe. But Google's getting ready to to launch a, a major battle for your TV. Apple's getting ready to launch a major battle for your TV. With Imagine, your iPad is both a remote and a viewing device. You would have to imagine an Apple TV would do the same thing. Instead of hitting guide button on your remote and navigating with arrows, you, you use gestures. You can select a show simply by touching it. You'll get a whole screen. You'll get a pinch and zoom version of it. You can rewind with a pause with a touch. You can watch TV on your iPhone, too. So it's a company called Magin, M-A-G-I-N-E. M-A-G-I-N-E is the app. You can hold it up to your TV, take a picture, it'll sync up. There's a good video demonstration of Magin if you Google video demonstration from Magin. It's Imagine without the I. You can find me on YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I've got the best-looking followers in the whole Twitterverse on my Twitter account, Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. And now you say, are you just saying that to suck up to us? <laughs> totally, 100%. The other day, I was going through my Facebook group page, and I got like whatever amount of followers there. And... uh I was stunned. A, it's like 98% men, cavemen, Neanderthals, bloody knucklers, as I like to refer to them. But the women were pretty good looking. It doesn't add up. Okay, a couple things if you're going to go on a safari, which we all should go on a safari sometime in our lifetime. Tanzania is where I would recommend do it at least 10 days so you can unplug and really get a sense of the smells that are lion poop and elephant dung. But you're going to be limited in what you can bring and what you can't bring. Things to pack, and I promise you, you'll want to pack socks and underwear. Bring enough socks and underwear for the entire trip. You don't have time for laundry. Zip-off pants, which they have a practical use in life. In the United States, but in Tanzania, they've got a use as well. I know you're saying, do you really wear zip-off pants? (laughs) But I am a dancer. They're incredibly practical in the plains where temperatures fluctuate widely. You want to bring some light hiking boots. Light hiking boots. Detergent travel packs. For religious reasons, some camps won't wash women's undergarments. So know that going in. Sunscreen, insect repellent, flashlight, lamps, probably an e-reader because you're going to have a lot of downtime. Something to clean your camera with. Very, 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 very dusty. Sandals, snacks, bright colored clothing. Bright colors attract animals during the the drives. Dark colors attract bugs. So that's the stuff that you want to bring along. So that you can see baby tigers and baby lions. and You can go on the real life adventures in Tanzania. A baby hippopotamus. And if you happen to have like a five-year-old kid with you, he'll call it a hippobipomess or something. Something cute. Nothing cuter than a baby elephant. Except for a baby giraffe. Oh, I'll take your baby giraffe and top one with a baby zebra. So I think everyone should plan to go on at least one safari in their lifetime. Why do I bring that up? Am I out of content? No. You should have goals in your life. And to get that goal, that's going to be a $5,000 goal. Minimum. So you need to start saving for it. I've got a goal that I want to retire well. I don't want to be the guy in a a trailer. If I'm the guy in the trailer, I want to save enough money for at least a gun. Because when push comes to shove, I'm either going to want to off myself or I'm going to want to go into a bank, shoot it, go to federal prison for life, three meals, air conditioning, cable TV. That's one thing I'll do if you ever elect me president or mayor. No cable TV in prison. Cable TV in jail. 
Because drunk drivers need something to watch while they're sobering up. Make them watch Honey Boo Boo. I know you're saying that's capital punishment. J&D Foods, the company that specializes in all things bacon. That's right, you heard me correctly. The company that specializes in all things bacon recently announced a new gift promotion. Is this the sign of the apocalypse? Baconpreneurs? You can go to jdfoods.net, jdfoods.net. And I know you're saying, you're not making this up, are you? They've got bacon shaving cream. One more time for those who are hearing impaired. Bacon shaving cream. Okay. Have we jumped the shark with this whole bacon thing? Have we gotten too ridiculous? The highest quality meat-scented shaving cream on the market today. Self-proclaimed baconpreneurs. Self-proclaimed baconpreneurs. I can't even say the word. It's so ridiculous. Only 2,500 jars of what the company calls the pork-scented lather of the gods. Buy it now, $14.99. It's the perfect Christmas gift. Which, for the record, when you're thinking Christmas gifts this year, holiday gifts, bar mitzvahs, end-of-the-year gifts... The radio station is located in Fremont. You can send all gifts there, as long as they're not ticking. Care of Rob Black. Rob Black, your money. If you want to get one for my producer, throw in number seven, because we love him. Do not get me pork into the lather of the gods. I'm looking for a Starbucks Verisimil. Mm-hmm. Don't get me no Keurig. Don't get me no ghetto Keurig instant cup of coffee. I want status symbol. Bacon crazy customers have also been buying up the Ultimate Bacon Lovers gift pack, which includes a jar of bacon A's. Bacon A's. Honestly, I think I just, a mouse just got in my mouth, threw up, and died. A selection of original bacon salts and a bacon scented lip balm. They got bacon flavored envelopes. They got bacon scented candles and bacon scratch and sniff stickers. I loved scratch and sniff as a kid. I'm still waiting for uh, the release of Fifty Shades of Grey and scratch and sniff. <laughs> Let's just say one word musk. Starbucks, $7 cup of coffee. That was one of those stories that when you hear it, you just go, I don't believe it. Or how about Japan's love affair with KFC? People get married at KFCs. You can get KFC on a plane in Japan. Probably more toxic than a cigarette you can get on a plane in Japan. I know, that's pretty cool, right? Air Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's a promotion that runs for about two, three months in flights for Japan to the United States. Japan is a voracious consumer of American fast food. The Japanese are known for their obsession with KFC party barrels, which are always released on Christmas Day. Like, I can't make this stuff up, and yet I question whether it's a true story or not. No one could like KFC that much. The last time 
I had KFC. I'm just going to use one word. Leakage. It is not pretty. You're with me, right? See, if you're not with me, you're against me, and that's a civil war. And I saw the movie Lincoln, because I needed a good nap. Lincoln the movie. Lincoln the nap. I don't know. I, I don't tend to like those historical fiction movies. Like, they showed him to be, like, um, how shall we say, pushed around by his his wife. It's not how I want to remember my Abraham Lincoln. I want to remember my Abraham Lincoln as Babraham Lincoln. A woman in a bikini with a big top hat and a long beard. Or I want the Abraham Lincoln from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where he goes, party on, Garth. That's the Abraham Lincoln that I want. Oh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So investing in art, I tend to go after dead artists versus new artists. I don't care if you want to go classic, avant-garde. Whatever your, your understanding or comfort level is, it's fine. Art, to me, is an asset class. Much like stocks, bonds, and real estate. With stocks, bonds, real estate, and art, you want to diversify. I don't think you want to make one you know, bullet shot of an investment there. How do you diversify in real estate? Great way. Our REITs, Real Estate Investment Trust. I don't like private REITs. I find a lot of fraud happens in them. I find a lot of unregulated goes on. The dividends that you're getting paid are other people's cash and not necessarily profits from the, the real estate investment trust. So publicly traded REITs, they have to share 90% of their profits with you, the shareholder. I like that. And that's a way for you to own real estate that's in a trust, that's monitored by the SEC, less likely that fraud could go on. You can get apartment buildings in Denver, an office building in Miami. Office properties in New York and San Francisco. You can get a hospital in L.A. So real estate investment trust is the best way, I think, for the average person to own diversified real estate. I don't like private REITs. If you want an email on why I don't like private REITs, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. I've got about 60 pages on it, including FINRA saying they're not appropriate for most investors because they're considered venture capital. I'd be very, very cautious. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Bacon, bacon, bacon. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Fake Christmas trees, real Christmas trees, no Christmas trees. The only thing that I'm really traditional on 
Because I think Thanksgiving should be spent with, with people that you love in a downtime kind of way. S&P 500 down three. Sometimes the S&P 500 is up 10. Sometimes it's up 100. Where will it be next year at this time? That's important if you're retiring next year at this time. If you've got 10, 20, 30 years, you need to look at people. Are they shopping? Then you need to be investing. Stop looking at the, the market up and down on a day-by-day basis. It's not going to do you any good. I got an email from a... I, I met a guy last night. He's like, I'm thinking about getting all out of the market. I know what you're saying. That's a crazy voice. He was pretty... He had that look of slightly crazy. I'm like, you want to get all out of the market? Go ahead. And he's like, wait, 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 why are you saying it like that? I'm like, I'm not getting all out of the market, but you can. He wanted me to agree with him for some reason that sometimes you should get all out of the market. I don't think so. My thought is is that you should have a plan. You should fund that plan. You should have goals. I talked about what you need to take on a safari for a reason. I want you to have goals. You know, one of my goals in life is to never be in a Civil War reenactment. So far, I've successfully completed that. I never want to be in a Charles Dickens reenactment or anything like that. Welcome to ye old Mary Tavern. I don't, that doesn't work for me. What a horrible waste of money. How about that show in the Bay Area where they wear the big hats? I don't want, if I ever ever caught at that, boo. No, thank you. Like, I like avoiding dreadful, horrible things. It's a goal of my life. Have goals. Fund those goals. So this guy wanted to, like, get out of the market until everything cools off. Here's the problem. Every well-known drama out there we've known for multiple years now. A couple years ago, I think in bad faith, Obama put together a commission to say, okay, what do we do about this budget deal? Three Republicans, three, three Democrats. I think that was set up to fail. And I'm not blaming Obama. I'm just telling you, I think that's how politics work right now. They're all going to wait till you blink. And You know, a year ago, Italy and Spain looked like they were on the precipice of failure. I know you're saying, good use of the word precipice. I haven't used that word since the SATs. What did you get on your SATs? I got a 1440. That was okay. 1600 is the high score. Took them twice, got the same score twice. My PSATs didn't do so well on. What you get on your GREs? Your LSATs. Come on, let's, keep, let's compare. I'll show you mine. I'll show you my net worth if you show me your net worth. That's 21st century dating vernacular. Seriously, in this day and age, you have to look at people's credit reports. you got to find out, do they have debt problems? Like, let's say you, you find the perfect nanny. You and your sweetie have made a little baby. And you find the perfect nanny. She's wonderful with the kids. And they love her, and she's Mary Poppins. you got to go run Mary Poppins' credit report to make sure she doesn't have debt problems. You have to. So you can at least talk about these things. 
Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 if you want to call in the last two minutes of the show. 800-516-1220. We probably don't have time to process you and get you on air. But it's funny to me. Um, you know, one thing that I, I've been seeing more and more of, people can't live without their phones. I had the bejesus scared out of me the other day because I was looking at my phone. I'm a 200-pound man. I'm going upstairs. And maybe this, this girl who might weigh 90 pounds if she's soaking wet is coming down the hall, coming down the stairs, this big wide stairs at television. And she scared the bejesus out of me because I'm looking at my phone and studying it and looking for stories. 200-pound man basically almost, can I say this, urinated? Just did. I'm sorry to my mother. I'm sorry to my family. Sorry to my friends. I apologize for the show. I've got a potty mouth. Literally. I think you're saying. Uh, someone was telling me about this slide down in Southern California, and it's a water slide that goes like straight down, and it like, and like you're supposed to cross your legs before you go in the water. Otherwise, like horrible things will happen to you. And it's a water park. And like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm pretty sure if I want to drink a lot of urinated water, I can find a way to do it better than going to a water park. Who needs that? I mean, it, okay, if you drain the pool and you let me go in first, water park sounds like fun. You let me go in after a bunch of five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old kids have been there all day long on a sweaty summer day? No way. That's like torture. To get your calls in there, we've got about 30 seconds. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. If you ever get a chance to look at Amazon.com, just go Google Amazon Distribution Operations. They're starting... It's it's like 2001 Space Odyssey. Or like the last scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where you just see this warehouse of goods and it goes deeper and it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Hopefully you saw some financial stories in those stories today. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network. This station, its management owner. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.